Good evening, Bob. How are you this wonderful evening? Um, this I'm... rainy, spooky, uh, <laughs> early <laughs> September evening with the ghosts and goblins out gobbling uh, all their ghosts and their power pellets and their waka 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 and pac-man is a thing that i used to play uh i took cocaine today how are you doing <laughs> uh well once i got through all of the ghosts <laughs> and their pellet eating uh i was just fine but it took it took some some maneuvering i had to go left i had to go up i had oh, to go down that's the then worst I went right and then i found this really cool maneuver where i went through the right hand side i came out the left and then it was it was all over. I was here. I was ready to pod. <laughs> you are not you are not bound to earthly physics <laughs> like the rest of us. That's right. I created a portal. Damn. Just like the Beastmaster did in time. <laughs> That's right. In Beastmaster 2 through the portal of time starring Kari Wur. Starring Kari Wur of MTV's of MTV's uh, remote MTV fame. control. Oh right. Yeah, with yes. Ken Ken Jong, uh, <laughs> not Ken Jong. Ken is Ken something. Ken Kesey, yes, and his merry pranksters. After, right after he took a detour after the merry pranksters bus stopped, and Kari picked up Kari Wurr, they created the show <laughs> yes. Remote Control for the MTV crowd, and then he went back into obscurity. The rest was history. Sure All was. Right. Um, let's talk about <laughs> comics because there's comics. so much fucking good stuff this week. Yeah. I, I was really happy with comics this week. Yeah, it's funny too because I bought less comics this week than I think I maybe ever have. Interesting. But there's good stuff. Yeah, there, and there were some big surprises for me. There were books that I thought were going to be beyond abysmal that turned out to be things that I was really excited about. Mm. And we will talk about it. Is one of them the very first comic that we're about to talk about? It is about? not, because oh. the, things are in weird order. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, because A Town Called Terror number six is out, and Psst. it goes under A because the fucking thing doesn't work right. Uh, but another one that is also the first book, it's not one that I thought was going to be bad, but I was surprised to find out that it was probably more exciting and interesting than I think the last run was. And that would, of course, be the new Marvel reboot of Alien, starting again with a new number one. Holy shit. I really liked this. I loved this book. Yeah, it was good. This is, like, this concept was super smart. I like it. This is the direction they needed to go in. I love the expansion of the synthetics. There is a colony of synthetics that basically escaped. They were... Uh, they were being used for warfare. They were called like the Steel Brigade or something like that. Mm. And they... Because all synthetic androids are made of steel. Uh, no, uh, as we know, they are made of milk and tubes. Uh, <laughs> from, <laughs> from seeing one pulled apart, I can tell you it's mostly milk and tubes. But uh, Alien, holy shit, yeah. Yeah, it was so, really good. So I really like the art in this. Little actually. colony, they're like, ah, oh, we're never going to fight again. And then the, the colonel shows up. It's like typical action movie thing where it's like, we're never going to fight another war. And he's like, I've got one more war for you to fight. And they're like, what are you offering? And But the thing is that it's a smart version of that very trite trope. And I think it's what it needed. And, you know, it's not reinventing the wheel, but it's also... Re-examining the wheel. Exactly. It's treading the same ground in a way that is a clever addition to existing mythos, and I think it's awesome. And if you like Alien, this is the one to get on. I think it's fucking great. Yeah, as a, as a casual Alien fan, uh, I would say this is the one to yeah. to, to, to get you. This I will, was, I this will admit, I also cool. really like the one with the Amish people. Yeah, yeah. I just like this, like, angle. Like, it has yes. a good angle. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, like... Of all the things in the alien world that, of all the veins to to follow, I think the synthetics are the ones that it's like, okay, come on. If you've got this technology, you know they're being used for warfare. Of course they are. And so there's all this other stuff that they have yet to go into. And I think this, this is great. And I think that this is certainly as they're going through this, I'm sure that the movie people are watching this very closely because it's like, Mm. oh, they're kind of accelerated humans so you can do big, crazy action movie stuff that humans couldn't do without being completely, you know, you can do wire work and things like that that'll be fun on film and people won't, you know, it won't break their their suspension of disbelief. So I... uh, 
I think it's great. I think it's great. And also, I will just, again, shout out, I think the art was really good. Mm. And one of the things that you need yeah, yeah. for this kind of comic to work, I think, is like a really good... I think that writer was Philip Kennedy Johnson, who I don't know why I remember that name, yeah. but I do. So he must have written some good stuff that I've read before. Um, and then I don't know who the artist was. Uh, yeah, it is Philip Kennedy Johnson uh, and uh, Julius... Ohta, O H T A. I do not know how to pronounce that. Oh, whoever Ota? you are, you did a bang up job. Yeah, great, great job. Mm. Um, okay, and next, I would like to shout out a second comic. This is the one that I thought was going to be absolutely a pile of trash <laughs> beyond anything, and then it turned out to be probably my favorite Avengers book that I've read in forever. Yeah. Uh, All Out Avengers number one. Here's the, my only problem with this. Uh, I know what your problem is, and I Is agree. that it should be the uh, the Avengers. It should. It shouldn't be the Toad <laughs> comic. It should just, this is what the Avengers comic should be. This is an Avengers comic. Like, it's not. It's insanity. Yeah, it's great. The, the, I love that. Just love jumping that. in exactly. like there's like a, like there's some kind of crazy shit going down yep. and you just like right from the there's no exposition nope. it's just here's what's happening and you're like what this doesn't make any sense it doesn't matter you're in the action who is it's this happening. alien doesn't matter Does you're going matter. to find out eventually yeah and you, and you can find out organically yeah. as opposed to having them shove it down your throat and it rules yeah it just sh it should be avengers it yeah, shouldn't yeah. be all out avengers it should this, just be this is what you want in an avengers comic this is reminding me of when avengers was really good like the mighty avengers run from the yeah. early 2000s things like uh the the regular all the new avengers run that uh, bendis did which was one of my favorite runs of all time. Yeah. The inclusion of Spider-Man helps a lot with yeah. that. And there were some wonderful, funny Spider-Man lines and yeah. some charming little shit. I thought it was great. I yeah, mean, it's definitely got like a new Avengers kind of vibe where it's yeah, like, yeah. here's the best characters Marvel has all in one, sure, you know, which sure. is what Avengers should be. And I think Bendis I mean, was correct when he made that call in absolutely. 2000. Absolutely. And now it's like, you know, when I pick up the Avengers comic, I don't get the same... <laughs> immediacy yeah, yeah. of this and I feel like yep. it's just other than just switch the titles like agree yeah it's crazy but it is it's really good I recommend it very very highly Avengers all out Avengers number one get it the only thing actually the thing I thought you were going to say was the fact that it's Greg Land doing the art oh I actually thought that Greg and, Land is I, I, I don't hate Greg Land yeah it's got it's got the him. it's got the stock Greg Land faces that you're like mm. oh, okay I know it's, it's Greg Land yeah exactly it's, some people just do a thing like he's yeah, you know whatever. he's a utilitarian if Rob Liefeld drew this it, it would have still probably been fine yeah I, I don't know yeah, okay maybe not but like you know <laughs> okay um let's see Antioch Number one. Did I don't you know. figure out what this was? I did not know. So there was a comic called Frontiers Man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I did know that, yes. And this is a sequel to yep. it. And actually, um, it does 100% stand on its own. I thought this was... When I first picked it up, there was a l obviously a little bit of story that I wasn't getting, and I assumed that... Mm. I I was like at first I was kind of like fuck this like cuz like they're just expecting me to understand this but I stuck with it and I think they did do a good job. If you're looking for an entry point into a new superhero nice adjacent universe, right. I think they actually did a pretty good job with this. The art was good. I liked the characters. I liked the concept. Um in a way that like a comic called Frontiers Man doesn't work for me, this yeah, yeah. totally did. No. So I think it was smart for them to rebrand. I agree. Yeah, it didn't. It, Frontiersman didn't grab me, and I think that might have. Maybe it was the branding that did it to me. Who knows? Well, it's just like it's that title says yeah. something, and it says to me like Abraham Lincoln or whatever, and it's like that's not like I'm not gonna like go for this. You know, You're this like, is fuck like Abraham Lincoln. You yeah. know what? The old rail splitter can suck it, <laughs> says Bob. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if your comic was about Abraham Lincoln specifically, <laughs> I would probably buy it. I like that guy. Uh, oh, he, he oh, a, the great emancipator. You think he's okay, huh? I do. I think oh. he's all right. I think he might have <laughs> even been stance. our best president. <laughs> uh, what the listicles are all correct. <laughs> he is the best of the U.S. presidents. I didn't know that there were listicles about such things, but of course there are. Who are the best presidents? Uh, the Presidents of the United States, the band from the 90s, was number one. Yes. They and sang about that the was swamp. About it. Exactly. No, wait. Was that the band that sang about the swamp? Uh, uh, they sang about peaches. They sang about... Oh, peaches. Uh, yeah, peaches. 
kitties. They sang about lumps. All sorts of they things. Should have sung about swamp apes, <laughs> and then they would have been just fine. Skunk apes. Skunk apes. Yes. Or swamp apes. Well, sure. Uh, Apache delivery service trade paperback is out. This was a cool series. I Matt yeah, Kent. Yeah. Like I liked it just fine. Yeah. If you like Matt Kent, you're gonna love this. It's yeah. it's his thing. It's he's he does his thing. His thing isn't my thing, but. If you like it, you're. If you oh, like him, you're gonna like. Well, it. stay tuned because his thing definitely is my thing. And oh, I know. We're gonna talk about it soon. <laughs> yes, indeed. Do uh, do do. You know, speaking of smart guys that uh, that do comics, mm. the art of Battle Toads hardcover. You know, Ooh. sometimes when you're drawing a Battle Toad, you need to put it in a hardcover, and these guys, they mm. sure did. Can I tell you a funny story? <laughs> sure. The first time I ever took acid. <laughs> I ended I up. was with a bunch of battle toads. <laughs> no, <laughs> all I, of us were battle. I beat battle toads <laughs> uh, because I was at a house where everybody had been taking acid for a really long time, and they like basically for days, and then oh my god, they all went to sleep, and I took acid for the first time ever, and there was nothing to do except play battle toads and eat stale rice krispies, and that's what I did, and I beat battle toads in one night. On wow. Super Nintendo, that's nuts, and it was actually pretty fun. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> not gonna not gonna lie, it was pretty fun. Well, there you go. And um, I remember the next day, I was like, I I saw my friend, and I was like, I almost called you, and there, my friend was like, Thank God you didn't call me. It was like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, but um, I was up all night playing Battletoads. Battletoads. I, I almost called you <laughs> to tell you I beat Battletoads <laughs> at like six a.m. Uh, fiendish. Anyway. All right, AXE, Death to Mutants, number two of three. Spoiler alert, they haven't killed all the mutants. Hmm. Unfortunately. Curiouser and curiouser. Yes. Uh, Basilisk, number 11. Hmm. I I have fallen off this one, but I, as I've said before, I loved it right up until I stopped. Don't know why I stopped, just kind of missed an issue or something. Uh, okay, we've got Spooky Batface. Look at it. It's Batman, number 127. Good. Is it? Yes. That last issue was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I don't know why I didn't read this one. I was actually very curious as to where it was going to go now that I think about it. It's good. I think I just forgot. It goes somewhere good. Cool. I like it. Chip Zdarsky's Batman is getting a thumbs up from me. Nice. What about Batman Beyond Neo Year 6? Did not read it. Well, it exists. I'm sorry. Well, and here's one. Here's one that did the opposite of what I was thinking. Uh, Batman, Dear Detective, number one. You, the concept behind this is great. Is it? It is. Just he taking... basically was hired to do all of these variant covers and decided to connect them into one single narrative. Or vice versa, sure. Which, whichever. on its face, is cool. Hmm. I think, for myself personally, I would rather have collected all of the variant covers and put them together into a story myself, then have it be under one volume. But that said, there's some cool art in this. I like his Robin redesign. Um, yeah, there's some. It's but it's basically just like a story told through a series of pinups. I felt cheated. if you like, I didn't think that they did this kind of thing anymore. <laughs> no, I don't know. If you like Lee Bermejo, yeah, um, yeah. you know you're gonna be into this. It's not the worst Batman comic that's ever come out. By it's a not. It isn't, and it, it's not. Stretch. And it is not. It is not a sequential art comic. It sort is, of is. It does kind of do a narrative thing. Like, sure. It's. I mean, it is an illustrated story. There is a page of text and a right, page right, of illustration. Right. Yeah. Uh, which is not to me the same as a. Eh, maybe it is. I think, it, like it's, I said, maybe it's a version of that. Had I realized what he was doing as he was doing it, I'd have been like, "Oh man, this is so cool!" And I would have collected the the covers hmm. and like, you know, maybe that's cool. If I was into his art, which I'm not, but like, if I was, I think conceptually it's cool. I just like, I don't know, like if you thought it was cool, and then here's yeah. an opportunity for you to own all of these covers under one. Oh, th- I mean that certainly in this oversized format. So it's it's all of the Virgin covers that were done on the the, the hard uh, hardback, whatever you call that, right? Uh, cardstock. Uh, cardstock. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so they're really good. Of cardstock, but it's the Batman nice and big. Um, One twenty seven cardstock cover is really good. It is really good. Really, um, and and it is oversized. It's done in that uh, that you know black series, whatever it is the. <laughs> 
DC, DC black, black label, black label uh, just like Johnny Walker. Um, yeah. If that's your thing, do it. Johnny uh, DC Black. <laughs> and on the exact opposite end of the darkness spectrum, we have Batman Nightwatch. Finally, after all these years. Honestly, if I liked the art a little bit better, I would have brought this home. It was a fun Batman. Yeah. It's, it's like I mean, a digital collection. It's like yeah. a collection of short digital stories that make one issue. And it's and it's like the YA kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's written yeah. by someone um, who wrote it. It is. It is exactly. It is written by someone who wrote it. No, it's who Torres, Owen Strachan. No, Torres. Uh, Jay Torres. Uh, yeah. Whatever. If you know who that is, then you know why yeah. this is a comic that you might want to check out. It's a fun YA Batman with guest appearances by Robin and Batgirl and Nightwing and all that. And if it's ringing a bell, it might be because you picked it up on free comic book day of Ooh. last year and it has taken them forever to come out with this thing. Uh, they've basically it got put off over and over and over again and it is finally out. Um, Batman Urban Legends Trade Paperback Volume 3. Uh, if you've been following us, we like the series. It is very good. Yeah, that reminds it's... me. I forgot to get the last issue. Dun, dun, dun. Black Adam, Justice Society Files, Adam Smasher, number one. Sure. Sure is. I did not read it. Uh, Black Clover, graphic novel, volume 30, is out. Black Panther, number nine, which I should have read, is out. I read it. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, another thing that came in this week is an entire palette of weird-ass Boglins. That's right. Weird-ass Boglins. We've got every Boglin now. Now we have all the Boglins. Wow. So, uh, the aliens. So, Drizul, Dwizork, and uh, Vizlob. <laughs> you didn't have Dwizork before? Hell no. What the hell, dude? King Sponk. Of course I got one of those. <laughs> I got a Topor, a Wart, a Bat Boglin, two of them, both Vlad and Drac. Got them Ooh. both. Uh, we've got the Twinsies. gold horns, which were exclusive to Walmart, but we have them because we're fancy. Ooh. And also because I'm trading them for printing t-shirts for Tim. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yes. Exclusives. Yes. This is all This is all really cool stuff. Pretty much we're going to be the only place you're going to get every single one of these because of our secret, special, amazing. You, the Boglins Completists. Exactly. For only for the Boglins Completists out there. Uh, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. That and is cool. And we have our we have them all priced at forty bucks, so it's nice. a steal. It's a steal. Yeah. Uh, okay, Captain America, Sentinel of Liberty. Something happened in this comic that made it worth money. Not this one. Is the that one, right? Like the last one. It's, I got cleaned out of one and two. Like interesting. This I is the first one of these that I've actually read, and it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I guess maybe maybe people just finally read it and were like, oh, wow. This yeah, it's book is like good. maybe the best Steve Rogers Captain America wow. comic I've read in huh. several years. That's it, crazy. It was good. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. Well, you know what isn't? Well, yeah, you know what? It's probably fine. Christ, dark Crisis on Dark Infinite, Dark Earth's number Dark Four. So number Dark Four really stepped up the game. This oh, is the best really? issue of the series thus far. I feel Although like actually the truth is that this, this book... I think I read the first three issues, and the third one was better than the second one, and the second one was better than the first one. Yeah. So the only complaint I think, on a, I think it's on an upward swing the whole time. The only complaint I have about this issue is on the first two pages, which is uh, <laughs> with Hal Jordan. Some guy is like, you're very brave to face the darkness without your ring. And then someone says, you might say he's brave and bold. <laughs> Which is no, just not. don't, just don't, just don't ever have that have be a thing that anyone says. But from that point on, when I read that, that was page one and two, I was like, fuck you guys. And then I was like, eh, it actually gets pretty good and the art's pretty good and it's fine. And also that's, that's not fair. You can only do that if you're like, if like from off stage fucking Ollie walks on and he's like, you might say that he's brave and bold and you know that's fine. I'm okay with him. I'm okay with like somebody else who is in no. brave and bold. I very mu I, maybe it's a personal pet peeve. I very much dislike when the name of the series is actually said as dialogue. Ugh, I'm just getting whether so it's tired. The series, of all whether of these, it's these Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. If I, I said there, the titular okay. line in Star Wars. Yeah, I know. I'm like, just getting so tired of all these Star Wars. Ah, <laughs> oh, these wars, these stars. I hate them. 
Uh, uh, no, yeah. I just there was what was the one that I saw that I'll think of it and I'll I'll chime in later. But there was something that I watched recently where they said the name of it like three times, and I was just like, <laughs> "Can you fucking stop? It's fucking dumb. No one's saying this out loud." Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, then, if you're not going to Dark Crisis on Dark Infinite Dark Earths, what about Dark Knights of Dark Steel from Tales from the Dark Three Kingdoms? Dark. I'm going to say that this is not my comic, but I'm not going to shit on it. I would absolutely not shit on this. I would say this was probably a YA title that they just renamed. And I think that they were probably working on one of those little digesty things and then were like... If it's going to be confusing if they haven't read the rest of this. And yeah, I don't know. There's multiple stories. Right. In it. But and the one first, of them doesn't look like that. The first one is like straight up the same design yeah. style as all of those little digest yeah, guys. For sure. Um, but it's it's fine. If, uh, you re- if you are reading Dark Knights of Steel yeah, and yeah. you are like, I'm a Tom Taylor, like, can really, the guy can do no wrong. Yep. I, I really like Tom Taylor, but this is just a series that doesn't do it for me. I don't care about Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it is. It's but Game man, of Thrones meets uh, people DC. People are buying the shit out of it. Well, right. It is like selling like hotcakes. Um, it's good. I just, it's it not is my good. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ditto. It's not really my thing either. I will also say that the uh, Dan Mora B cover is adorable. Ooh. Dan Mora is the best. It's just little Batman in his oversized cape and cowl holding a too big sword for him. And it's fucking the cutest damn thing. I love it. Uh, we've all <laughs> we've also got Dead Lucky number two. Aww. You got Dead Lucky, babe. When I found you, um, that is a thing that is out. What about EC Archives Crime Patrol? Who Crime Patrol? <laughs> I'm on patrol. I'm looking for crimes. Uh, no, I'm actually doing crimes on patrol. I'm on patrol of crimes. I'm creating crimes. Uh, we've got in my car all these reprints of Eight Billion Genies because. People want it. Uh, one, two, three, and four all out this week. Booyah. Uh, they have collected Everyday Hero Machine Boy from the Skybound, uh, those little Skybound books, whatever that was called. Hmm. Uh, and it's really cool. Skybound X. Skybound X, that's what it was called. Uh, yeah, cool. Cool. If you wanted to read that in a not... <laughs> If you wants to read that, if you wants to read it, it's there. Uh, Flashpoint Beyond number five is out. It's pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, G Fan number one thirty six is out. Very good. Lots of Godzillas all through it. I would say very good. <laughs> There's like Godzillions of them. <laughs> um, Ghost Rider number six is out, and there's a Wolverine in it. Yeah, it's a it's a weird one. Who doesn't love Ghost Rider and Wolverine teaming up? Well, it's some of my favorite stuff. If you love it, this is the week for you. Because <laughs> this isn't the only time it happens. Uh, yes. Uh, Marvel Comics presents A Delight. That was mm. one of my favorite comics. And uh, I always, and I loved all the Ghost Rider, Wolverine, and all that stuff. So, mm. whatever. You get Wolverine and Venom, Wolverine and whatever. Wolverine, so Wolverine. and Vengeance. <laughs> Wolverine Vengeance was a thing, yeah. Whatever that, happened to Vengeance? I kind of liked that. Uh, I think he just looked too dumb for modern continuity, and they just need somebody to read. That doesn't even make sense look. because he was the Dayglowest hero of all, and now Dayglow is like every comic is Dayglow. It is true, but he is he's like uh, unforgivably '90s. Like his look is just so '90s. 90s. Is hot, baby. Is it really? Yeah, it's hot. Okay, it's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Um definitely right okay yeah uh we got a reprinting of grim number two which has a really great cover grim is great good series if you're sleeping on this one stop it stop sleeping on it dumbass jesus you're gonna ruin (laughs) it uh don't sleep on it don't sleep on it uh it'll get wrinkled it'll get wrinkled and it will not be it'll ruin its resale don't put it in your wet basement (laughs) yeah please don't do that either we got uh, Hellboy is now releasing their little mini series is, is, is in these wonderful little library hardcovers, yeah. and I like it a lot. Bones of Giants, Bones of Giants, and Silver Lantern Club both oh. in hardcover this week. Bones of Giants in particular is very good adaptation of the Christopher Golden yes. novel, which was very good. And uh, if you are an early Hellboy fan, that was one of the first Hellboy novels, like yeah. prose novels. But uh, I like the adaption. Yeah. So uh, also I'm under arrest. Also, you are under <laughs> arrest. Uh, we got oh my god this week, super amazing thing for fans of 
NECA action figures and things of that nature. Uh, Horror Hound is doing a huge retrospective on NECA horror figures. Whoa. So it's got like a pictorial of like everything that they put out for horror figures over the years. Mm. It's very cool to see. Um, and Horror Hound just in general is awesome. It's mm. always super fun. Um, also, this week we have How to Make a Monster by a uh, friend of the store, uh, Casanova Frankenstein. Um, and this is a really uh, uh, disturbing, uh, humorous... Uh, Casanova Frankenstein the uh, character from Mystery Men? I believe so, yes. Um, uh, so it's a it is a first person kind of uh journaly kind of diary kind of thing but it's glow it's a, it's a real it's a real tough tough read but it is uh you know some some things happened in their life that are uh, horrifying and uh, worth checking out it's okay. a it's a it's an odd it's an odd little story but it is it is good um well crafted yes well crafted strangely I actually have in the basement because they traded it to me for shirts I was like uh, I I, like two years ago uh, they've been working on this for a while and I have their sketchbook oh wow they were like hey you know I want another one of those shirts is there anything I could trade for you because they didn't have money because they're totally broke and uh I was like, I don't know. Sure, send me something. Whatever, it's a shirt. Who cares? And uh, and so they send me their fucking like full sketchbook. So in the basement, luckily not something to get damaged in the flood. Mm. Uh, I have I have their uh, their original sketches from this. So this individual is not local. No, no, they are not. Uh, okay, they are not. Strangely, just someone who we have met through odd channels, odd channels of the internet. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a strange world. The people that I meet, <laughs> you throughout, meet some cats. I kittens. do. I had some some amazing people. I I forget how awesome it is sometimes. Sometimes when I'm busy being like annoyed by the job and the the world and like mm. retail and all this shit, I, I forget I, about. I, how I want to awesome slap you in the face every time you talk about how shitty things are. I mean, I know it's hard, but it like, is. Come on. But it's like, but then there are these things. I mean, Jesus, like, I'm surprised Kevin Smith didn't come in today. I, guys like that don't come in because they. Uh, I mean, number one, COVID times. Nobody, nobody wants to have to cancel their fucking shows because right, they got COVID. Right. You know, even well, if they're, they're like, not. eh, COVID. I've had it before. Who fucking cares? Oh, yeah, even yeah, those yeah. people, it's like if they test positive when they go on, they right, have to right, cancel right. the show, and it yeah. fucks everything up. So, you see a lot of people kind of not doing it. Yeah. But like, uh, uh, I made friends with Dave Mustaine's guitar tech. You know, like he cool. came in and he's a sweetheart. He's this really fun guy. And like, we stay in touch on the internet now. And he just like, here's a photo of us at Wacken or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> it's a picture from behind the scenes of like 10 jillion people in a giant stadium or giant open air festival. And it's like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so cool. I also have a bunch of Dave Mustaine's picks as well, Ooh. which is pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I am a fan. I'm a fan of the Megadeth. Yeah. Uh, I can't help it. Uh, okay. Next, what do we got? We've got Image. Image. 30th Anniversary Anthology number five. Um, That's cool. There were some things in here. Um, I, I wish I knew who did everything. You got some Jeff Johns. You got some Jeff Lemire. You've got some Tim Seeley. You got some... Tim Seeley, you get some, uh, you get, you get some interesting stuff. Uh, yeah. Also, the Saul Bassy looking cover is pretty cool. That that is super weird. Uh, I was also really uh, impressed by, I think it was Genna, by Patrick Kinladen and Maurizio Rosenweg, the one that looks like, like they were doing an homage to Junji Ito. Oh yeah, yeah. That one is like I think I'm evil or something. Yeah, that one was super cool. And Little really, Cronenbergy kind of it, yeah, fucking weird black and white. But it was definitely it was super Jinja Ito. But yeah. it, it, like I mean, which I, I know I apologize to any real Japanese horror fans that I use Jinja Ito as a as a default. I know that there is a rich history of this style of horror art, and it is not just him. But he is unfortunately the 
you know, he's the Stephen King of Japanese horror art. Yeah. So unfortunately, it it just I, I mean, tend to I tend to default to him. I don't know, so I would describe that art as Ito esque. <laughs> there you go. Um, let's see, Immortal X Men number six is a comic that I flipped through. It and is. I couldn't tell you anything else about it. I will tell you that it has my favorite variant cover of the week: the Sebastian Shaw portrait. No, the uh, the Spider Man one. Oh wait, yeah, the amazing the Spider Man pulling on his mask with his like original oh. outfit. There's on. another Spider Man variant from this Beautiful. week that I like a lot. That's on a different comic. Uh, it's just it's it's real pretty. Yeah. It's very photorealistic. It's very uh, you know yeah yeah. I saw it. It's, it's good. pretty. Uh, Invincible Red Sonia number ten. Final issue of the series. Okay. I know because I flipped through it and it said <laughs> final issue of the series. <laughs> Yes, and there's some other stuff that's about to happen. Also, she wears shorts now, in case Who, you so, weren't following along. She stopped wearing the chainmail bikini. Now she wears sh- literally hot pants. So who wears short shorts? Red Sonia wears short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I think I think that's a real a real move forward oh, in man. protecting her Mike, ass from arrows, arrows. Yes, exactly. It's like literally she's wearing <laughs> jeans. I'm like, how does this work? But whatever. Also, I wish I had said Mike Grell wears short shorts. Oh, you know he does. <laughs> uh, that's a Mike Grell's the warlord wears short shorts. <laughs> he does. You're not wrong. Does. Yeah, see, that was my window. To there you go. I, that was I it. swore I would mention Mike Grell during this podcast. And, and you, you figured it out. You figured a very I, organic I, way to. I literally it bludgeoned it in <laughs> with a club. Perfect. All right. Okay, so Lego Ninjago Garmadon number four or five. Cool cover on this one. Yeah, it actually is. Um, I like it. Yeah. Uh, little Frankie, forever filthy, tiny terror, retro a go go figure. It's a little Frankenstein. He's adorable. He's forever terrible. He's forever terrible. Uh, Marauders number six. I did, I not, did read not read it because I didn't see it on the shelf. Perhaps Me- it's buried under another X-Men probably comic. is. Uh, yeah, it does say Judgment Day, and we have a new employee who's not <laughs> not used to doing this stuff. He's doing a good job. He's, he is. He has. He's doing a great job. He's just not used to the the whole shlubby ultra. I mean, Marvel's not making it easy for him. Certainly is not. Uh, metal Society number five is a society of metal, and they're like doing robot punching. That's one I skipped. Good idea. Mind management bootleg number three. I have the feeling you have things to say about this comic I mean, book. Besides like. it being great, not much. Oh. It's great. There it's uh, drawn by David Rubin, uh, who you may remember as the second artist on Rumble and uh, also just being an awesome comic artist. It's fantastic. And then there's a Dan Brereton like variant cover that's based on the backup story that Jeff Lemire draws. Oh, that is a beautiful cover. Yeah, it's cool. I was like, wait, is he somehow working uh, the Black Cat? Like, not the Marvel Black Cat, yeah, but, yeah, like but the like the Lee Elias Black Cat in the here somehow. public domain Black Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and the answer is indeed yes, mm. uh, to some extent, although not exactly. Either way, it's a smart comic. It's great. And David Rubin is awesome, and I love this series. Every issue of it has been great. Trez Interessant. Uh, Moon Knight number fifteen. Sure, didn't read it unfortunately. I didn't uh, Multiversity Teen Justice number four. Also one I didn't read. How about My Hero Academia Vigilante's graphic novel volume three? I did not have time to read an entire graphic novel Damn between five thirty and <laughs> eight o'clock. Also, your store was full of people, and I got stressed out and went and drank beers. I don't blame you. <laughs> uh, yes, everyone was like, "Oh, there's still time before the Kevin Smith thing. Let's all go here." Oh my god, there was someone who literally did they buy a toy to get Kevin Smith to sign? I'm there was someone who was just like, "I'm gonna buy a toy that I'm gonna ask Kevin Smith to sign." Yeah, I'm sure. And I was like, let me get out of your way. I'll just go drink beers down the street. Perfect. And then I went there, and there were even more people in there. And I was like, oh, that's right. Oh, right. They're also going to be there drinking, That's even closer to the state theater. (laughs) Even more likely that they will pregame with alcohol Mm -hmm. than with toys and comics. Indeed. (laughs) Although, for a Kevin Smith thing, you know what? It's probably probably even. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like there was a lot of people in here. Uh, (laughs) So... I said new champion of Shazam number two, and I meant it. Uh, new Fantastic Four number four of five. 
New champion. Don't skip over new champion of really? Shazam. Great, great. Really? Yeah, I love this comic. Hmm. It's uh, Sophie Campbell and Doc Shaner. How do you not like this comic? It's fucking the top notchiest. Because I just don't care about the Shazam. World. Oh, I don't care much about Shazam as long as it's actually Shazam. But like, if you do like any of like, I mean, I don't know. This creative team is like, you don't mm. get better than this creative team. Also, there's like this fucking moment with the. They reinvented Hoppy the Marvel Bunny for this thing. Yay. Uh, he dies. Uh, Terribly. No, but the the heartstrings are, are firmly pulled. Wow. Why um, would they do that? that is... Because they know how they, they know their audience. And uh, <laughs> I mean, Sophie Campbell's a great writer and nice. Doc Shaner is a fantastic fucking artist. Honestly, like this is like next level for him. Uh I don't know. I would not gloss over a new champion of Shazam in any way. Also, it's only a four-issue miniseries. Yeah. No, I mean, if you have, if you believe that you would like a Shazam book, this is probably the one to get into. Um, Yeah, definitely. It's way better than like if it was Billy Batson or whatever. It's all Mary Marvel, basically. I still remember when, uh, God, I can never remember her fake name, Uh, uh, Katana. Collins, (laughs) Collins, <laughs> right? When she was doing, uh, when she was working on her, uh, her Harley, she was like, we would like, she'd bring it up and we'd kind of like go over stuff and she'd talk it over. And one of the big contentious issues is she's like, I think I have to kill one of the hyenas. And it was like one of the big things, not big spoiler alert if you haven't read it, but it was like one of these moments where it was like, I, it's just how the story's going. It's like, it's gotta be. And she's like the most like, won't watch a movie with a dog dying, like won't do anything. And it's like, and it was a really good moment. And it was really, it was, it was earned, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as you earn it, it's okay. Yeah. This is this uh, new champion of Shazam uh, bunny moment is, is earned as well. Um, it's great. I actually, this is probably my pick of the week. Nice. Best comic of the this week. Holy, I mean, you love Doc Shaner. I do love Doc Shaner, but like, it's a really good comic. Wow. I do also love Sophie Campbell, and I, mean, and I don't I read do every yeah, Sophie yeah. Campbell comic. No, I, you know? I certainly don't. But, um, but yeah, huh. I don't know. Interesting. Wow, Honestly, that it's either this or She-Hulk. Oh, fuck. And not to skip ahead, but God damn it, She-Hulk was awesome. Uh, okay. I, yeah, we'll talk yeah, about that anyway. when we get there. Okay, New Mutants 29 is out yeah it's a war path and uh some other guy fighting over something that makes uh, no sense the the the, the guy with the fa- the tattoos that don't make sense um oh is it's not like Dakin, but it's, it's like some wolverine looking guy yeah it's Dakin. it's is it Dakin? is he have, have a different name rocking with Dakin? i don't know but the cover they call is... him like ichiban or something like that in it oh maybe he's changed his name yeah i don't know i don't anyway, know anyway they but just fight because either way uh Dokken is on the cover fighting Warpath. yeah and they're mad because the uh honey badger who is no longer called honey badger scout scout is missing and it's a oh, problem my... I will I will tell you that bringing Scout into this story will definitely get me interested. How is Honey Badger a worse name than Scout? Scout is like the most boring name. It is a you very could possibly it's a really pick. boring name. I love I really liked Honey Badger as a name. I thought Honey it was Badger's totally great. fine. Um, it's weird because there are a couple of there's actually other examples of this this week too, where there are books that something is done that overall is a terrible idea, but in the story is a really important moment. Mm-hmm. And her choosing her name at that moment in that story and coming and saying she was Scout, she was like, you know what? No, I don't think I like my name. And it was kind of a, there was kind of a reason for it. And it felt really organic and it felt like kind of like an important moment for her as a character. Okay. And I was like, I, and as much as I hate the name Scout, and I do. I hate it. It's just so bland and boring. It is. And Honey Badger is fun and fits. And she had a fucking pet Wolverine, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. But also, like, Wolverine's named Wolverine. He's not like, I want to rename myself as... Trent. Like... <laughs> Although Trent. Uh, if his name was Trent... I'd my name is now Pilot. <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. It's just... <sighs> whatever. My name is Forks. <laughs> <laughs> they call me Hand Forks. They call um, me... 
Mr. Tibbs. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, okay, once and future is a thing. Oh, man. If you were sweating the end of the last issue, you're going to be uh, relieved somewhat. Cool. Spoiler. Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, number four of four, is out. That's a comic I flipped through and have no idea what happened in it. Yeah. I was really hoping I was going to like that series. Yeah. I just, I think the Wonder Woman thing is just yeah. like, I don't understand how it's supporting so many titles right now, but whatever. I do not either. It's fine. It's someone's comic. Uh, Poison Ivy, number four, is out. Ah, I thought this was a reprint, so I didn't read it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, it is not. Oh. Or I thought it was like a reorder because you got reorder Poison Ivy's recently. I did get reorders of number three. Yeah. So I didn't realize true. this was new. I'm sorry. Uh, I really slept on the job. <laughs> got a couple of pop vinyls in. We've got the. Mm. Uh, we've got one that's kind of unfortunate. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm just seeing too much these days. Maybe the world is just breaking my brain. But there's the uh, the classic covers journey into mystery. Mighty Thor. And for mm. all the world, this fucking blonde Norwegian dude is Sig Heiling on the cover. <laughs> but, you know, it's drawn by fucking Jack Kirby, so I have a feeling that that's not what the intention was. Yeah, he's... He wasn't a fan definitely of Definitely not. He's definitely not doing a Nazi cover, <laughs> like, in any way. Like, no, no way. The, if ever anyone was if defined was... <laughs> by hatred of Nazis, it's Jack Kirby. Not a fan, the not Jack Kirby. A fan. In fact, to the point that I believe he killed a whole bunch of them. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> also, have you seen his gravestone? Like, <laughs> I've had occasion to look at it just this week. Mm. And uh, in fact, there's no way you would ever assume that this guy was into nope. Nazis. Nope, definitely not. But I still like, I still hate that cover. <laughs> it's like, it bumps me out. Yeah. Like, ugh. I don't know. It's Either way, kinda... but it is you know it's him. It's it's Kirby. It's great. Yeah. Uh, pop movies, Bride of Chucky, pop vinyl, uh, and also oh this is a really good one. The Masters of the Universe. They did the Horde Troopers, Ooh. which I've always loved the design of. It has been. Uh, it's either ripped off from or been ripped off by so many people in like classic eighties sword and sandals kind of magic things there's always these like weird troopers that are like monsters underneath but they're completely covered in armor and the horde mm. troopers were kind of a continuation of that kind of fantasy concept <laughs> in terrible movies like crawl all of the all of the all of the like background guys in crawl were all like weird monsters hey, I, I got a name for a movie it's called cull no mm. you can't have cull all right crawl <laughs> Uh, it's half a cruller. <laughs> what I got. Are they related to Hordak? Yes. Oh, I don't are. know anything, but I remember the name Hordak because yes. I think it's a good name. He led the Horde. Oh, go figure. You know, there you go. I think, honestly, I feel like the name had a lot to do with it. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when there was that guy named Dick Grayson and they got him on Batman books, I was like, come on, man. Of course. Of course oh, wow. we're going to put you on a Batman book. Dick Grayson? <laughs> I think there was literally a guy named Dick Grayson who worked on Batman comics for a short period. Oh, no, you're talking about Devin Grayson. Uh, no, no, I, I really believe this is Dick Grayson. I, it might be a different It might be a different thing, but yeah, I'm almost know. positive that was true. Okay, sure. Uh, Prodigy. This although Urban Legends with of, Tristan Exactly. <laughs> of all the people in the world who would know that that was potentially not right well, i i thought I it was like it, it i thought it was very much uh predestined that devin grayson was a titans writer fair um which is where i would have gone with that <laughs> d grayson in fact i to this day don't believe that's actually her name <laughs> makes sense uh okay let's see uh do do prodigy number six that's a thing I didn't read it. Uh, Punisher number six. I did read it. I love it. Cool. I won't say anything. I like what they're doing. <laughs> I think this is great. First off, I really like this version of Ares. Number one. The Ares. one that can be beaten by the Punisher? I mean, he can't be, <laughs> The God of War gets beaten by the Punisher in this comic? He, I mean, and he also got, like, fucking torn in half. And by he, a guy with the power of a billion exploding <laughs> suns. Okay, like, I can buy that. Sure, but the thing is that this is... We are talking about a, a surprise sneaky attack while he was trying to keep him alive. Mm. But th okay. that does not... I mean, we've just spoiled the entire comic. I'm sorry I spoiled the entire comic. But, I totally uh, did. I'm sorry. But that is... 
There's actually other things that yes. happen with like some weird shit with his fucking yeah, yeah. dead family. That's real fucking weird. This is amazing. I th- so this whole thing is really like I feel like it is coming together in a way that like when it first started, it felt like a crass attempt to do something different just for the sake of doing something different. Issue one, I enjoyed, but it still was like you could kind of feel an intent where you were like, "Ugh, why would you even bother with this? And then as it started progressing on, it was like, I kind of think that there might be something going on that could be interesting. And I believe this issue, when he literally is a pawn of the gods and is essentially one god being put against another god, the beast versus Ares, as these two complete, like he's literally possessed of the essence of this this demon and i think it's cool i i think they're doing the right things and it's i don't know the story is working for me all right and i think more now than it had in a while i'm biased in that i also just genuinely don't like the character of the punisher exactly I mean, I loved the fact that Ares was wearing the Punisher logo. Yeah, it, I do like that. <laughs> I do like the idea that they are creating a new Punisher logo in order to like fuck with people who mm-hmm. like want. But like, it's not like that's going to affect anything. No, like, no, no. And it's still and it's also not being shitty symbol. It's not real either. It's this is this is a temporary thing. But there's a real story here. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why they're doing it, and it has a beginning, middle, and an end, and it clearly is going somewhere. Right. And and what especially what Ares is saying to him during this fight where he's realizing that he has been a pawn to Ares even in his life the concept mm. of Ares that he's like essentially he's he's being used now by a different thing but he was being used before and he was like you were my you were like my prodigy you were the thing that like you know I bragged about how awesome you were and you were like the embodiment of war and there had never been a better warrior than you. And now you're going and you're worshiping this other God, go fuck yourself. And you know, I, I don't know. I dig this. I'm, I'm on board and I really can't wait to see where it goes. Right on. Uh, Robin's being Robin trade paperback. Sabrina, 60 magical stories. Sabrina anniversary spectacular. Number one. Mm. Yeah. New character. Actually, that's worth mentioning because there's a new character. Really? If you are a fan of Dan Parent-designed Archie characters, you're definitely going to want to get this Sabrina anniversary spectacular. Uh, She-Hulk number six. Great. This book is awesome. There are several things in this comic that are totally great, one of which I think legitimately some people genuinely hate. What's that? Jack of Hearts. I, I feel like if you hate Jack of Hearts, this is your comic. Interesting. Uh, because I, literally, I know... Jack of Hearts is basically like saying, like, this is a comic where Jack of Hearts sits around going, I was a shitty superhero and I didn't know what I was doing. I would have been better off as a poet. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I that's really literally like a line that he says in this. I, 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 I love what they did with Jack of Hearts. I really love what they did with the X-Men. Yes. I think it's the Honestly, it's the most compelling and interesting angle on the bullshit that's going on with the X Men uh, comics Night that Caller I have is read. So good in this, yeah, it's really good. It's a great issue. Oh, oh, it's so good. It's very good. God damn it, She Hulk is so fucking good, and it I love is. the show. Man, yeah. I wish the show's great. I love the show. I wish they had more money for computer animation, so she didn't. Sure, that yeah, Uncanny Valley a... issue bums me out. It's not terrible, because, but yeah, but it's like the quality of the show is so high and then that it's like it's it's kind of a bummer but yeah. but it doesn't make me dislike the show at all it doesn't bother me in the same way it clearly bothers you but uh i like the show the thing that i and this is the the only thing i wish was different was i just wish the fourth wall was approached in a different way like when she talks to the camera i wish it wasn't just like talking to the camera i wish there was like 
uh, like some kind of treatment, like yeah, a panel yeah. or something like that. <laughs> just like something like it's just for some reason it feels weird. I like I like that. But it's I a, like that she does it and I like that they preserve that aspect. I like of that it's like a Jack Benny take. I yeah, like that totally. she like. I, hey, I have no issue with the She-Hulk <laughs> series. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. I think it's wonderful. But even more so, I think this this particular comic, and this is coming from someone who has really liked She-Hulk for a very long time, mm. I think this is a particularly wonderful She-Hulk series. This is the best She-Hulk series I've read since immediately after like the burn ones. Like I, I, Whoa. I mean... Let's, There's let's always not, been something that I let's like. Let's not go crazy. I mean, I mean, the, you the can Dan have your thing. The Dan Slot stuff is okay. It's not that great to oh, me. Oh come on! I don't think it's that great. I do like the awesome Andy thing. That's the best thing Dan Slot brought. Um, okay, agree to disagree. I think that is like one of the best comics ever written. I don't know. That's not. It's not. I'm. I do. I love the John Byrne stuff. Uh, as even as bad as it was, it was still enjoyable. Um, the only one I didn't like was, and it's weird because I really like Javier Polito, but the one that he drew, I didn't like. I just don't understand why her eyes were looking in different directions. He just has a very specific style, and sure. but for some reason in that one, it was just the. I think the coloring was just weird. I guess. But her eyes were look. She was wall-eyed. She was like literally looking into. Like she looked like yeah. an iguana. I th- I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. But that guy is a fucking genius. Like he is a yeah. Very, he's very a great artist. artist. I just could and, not figure out that one thing. Yeah. Um. Something I liked but did not fall in love with the way that I hoped I was going to was Shock Shop Number One. Oh. I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh. I was hoping for. I mean, maybe I was set up to have hopes of something that it wasn't delivering. Here's what happened here. This is a comic where it could have been a single issue with a single horror story. And they chose to break it up so you get the first part of a horror story, which doesn't give you an O. Henry ending. You know, and then the first part of another horror story is the flip of the comic that doesn't give you an O. Henry ending. And then next next issue, we're going to get more let me ask you this question yeah which one did you read first did you open on this side or on this side i had the other cover so i don't know which is which uh, uh was it open... the, was it the haunted house one the haunted house one was the one i read second uh is this the first one you read or the second one uh that was the first one i read yes okay I read that one first. Because I I read this one first. I read the same order, and I thought the first one was okay, and then I realized it was a flip book, and I was like, ooh, and then I flipped it over, and the second one I thought was fucking cool. Cruel. I loved it. I thought this was great. Honestly, after I said that She-Hulk or New Champion of Shazam were my pick of the week, I was like almost like maybe I should have said Shock Shop. Oh, interesting. I really liked it. For a hor- for a for a casual horror fan, I think this is a great. The only thing that I would, and and this is where it's like I I really don't want to get into review yeah, yeah. kind of no, no, shit because no, no. I no, just think no it's kind of pretentious. But the the other story where the the house is getting cleaned, yeah, um, I thought that they could have done a better job with that last panel reveal on that. Like mm. it was a little weird. To I, me, yeah, I thought it was. But I really like Chalk Shop. I, I thought, thought it was that good. was fine. I think really okay. So here's the deal: it's something I've been hoping to see for a long time, and you never see it. Um, I was hoping that it was going to be uh, flash fiction. I thought I was hoping that it was going to be. My wife just introduced me to this term called flash fiction that I've never heard of before, which is like short short stories. Oh. She's reading this collection of short horror stories, and they're like a page and a half each huh. they're like crazy quick like very clever little little so this is like that except for it's to be continued right th- what i was hoping for was three completed stories in oh. one issue that's what i wanted and I, when i found out that it was like oh it's to be continued twice that bummed me out because i really was looking forward to the idea of like just three really quick oh henry oh what an ironic twist and then we're done but, i thought what but was to be fair that is a much more trite version of what it is that is a tried and true classic overrun 
I thought it was just a, a one shot that was going to launch two new series. So yeah. I thought that like the next issue would be like each one would continue in its own series. Yeah. I didn't realize that the next issue would be another. But that said, it doesn't bother me, and I love a flip book. And can I, I also can I also say that uh, I have a book that is totally finished that was supposed to be horror hosted out of a comic shop and now i have to change it so maybe that's part of it uh, yeah that's that sounds personal that might be a personal might be a personal beef oh man this fabio moon cover is so fucking good and then this flip is frank avila it's oh, like fuck yeah i mean both covers the alternate i didn't love covers, the other covers oh, that I much love, i mean it was fine i just i love that skull the the like heart skull and the mm. distance i think that's such a wonderfully spooky cover cool um Let's see. They're kissing. <sighs> sweet. Sorry. Uh, Shudder 2023 Spooktacular Edition. Mm. Year Ender. Um, a little early for a year ender. It is. It sure is. Uh, what about Spawn 333? That's another one I didn't flip. It's like half of 666. It's you know, one thing I evil. learned One thing I learned about Spawn this week that I didn't know, hmm. apparently Spawn still only costs two ninety nine. It sure does. That's pretty cool. I, it, it's like one of the coolest things about Spawn. Yeah. Is the fact that he has also, drawn the line. Also, apparently Archie comics still cost two ninety nine. True. I mean, but a lot... The, you can't... I think Spawn is more spectacular yeah. for that because you can do that with kids' books. Like, uh, right, right. kids' comics, cool. it's kind of a deal that you keep them at three Also, bucks. it's like Archie notoriously pays people shitty wages. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Archie. That is true. If that's not true in slander, I apologize. Uh, it is not. Uh, you are telling the God's honest truth. Uh, Spawn Origins Trade Paperback, Volume 22. Uh Oh, good God, y'all. <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. I don't know. Um, so Spider-Man 2099 Exodus Omega number one. Mm. I have no idea what's going on here. I flipped through it and neither do I. <laughs> so, But I'm not following exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, Star Trek 400. Whoa. That's issue 400. I don't know where that number comes from. They made it up. I'm honestly, yeah, probably. They're probably taking into consideration Gold Key. The Gold Key, the Marvel, and the DC runs. And of, every and miniseries. All the, and all of the IDWs and all the miniseries and whatever. Um, but actually, if you did that, it would probably be a lot higher. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, as a yawn. I'm getting tired. Listen, it's late and you're super drunk. I'm not super drunk. I had two beers. Super drunk. I'm so drunk. I'm totally wasted. wasted. Uh, so we got Star Trek. <laughs> Two Narragansetts. Nasty Gansett. Gannies. Uh, Star Trek Mirror War Troy, number one. And this one, she's evil. Man, they're milking this. Near, this Mirror War must be like really popular. Yeah, yeah. People love this shit. People love evil whatevers. Yeah, yeah. It's um, true, though. The Dark Phoenix thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a just corrupted a hero. People yeah, love it. It's a fetish. Do. That's weird. Uh, Star Wars number 27 is a comic book. You know, this is one that I flipped through and I actually have zero memory of flipping through it at all. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Star Wars. Oh, we got a bunch of... Uh, I didn't finish putting them up because I ran out of time because I wanted to read some comics before we did this for once. Uh, and so I only listed a couple of them, but we've got a bunch of the retro collection uh, mm. Star Wars figures. They're super cool. It's all the the Kenner style four points of articulation kind of like oldie timey figures, but with things like the Obi Wan series. So you've got the fifth brother and the all of those. Cool. Uh, Starhenge Dragon and Boar number three of six is out. I have no this idea. Is what's that going Liam on. Sharp thing? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it very pretty comic. Book. Very pretty. Very confusing. Mm. Uh, Survival Street, number 204. <laughs> I love the art in this You're comic. You're still on board. I'm still on board. Uh, I actually flipped it, and I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. I, I've i got to say the panel layout is superb, he said. Barely able to pronounce that word. Um, it is really clever. I I, yeah. I was like looking at some of it, and I was like, oh, this is this has clearly been like thought out very nicely. I'm like... 
I, I'm really interested in the way that they're doing their talking head bits and all. Like, I really like they do the, a good job. I really like the Keith Giffeniness of this comic. Yeah, like, yeah. It's got it's, like a very like it's, it's like a cleaned up version Jack of kind of. Feel. Oh shit! Yes, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. I was gonna say that it looked like a cleaned up version of Dark Knight Returns, uh. but in but actually that is what a cleaned up version of Dark Knight Returns <laughs> look like. Is looks like video, video Jack. Jack. Which is a great comic, and we actually have it for sale on our website. Oh. We have back issues of Video Jack. Why? Because I got bored, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to put up issues of Video Jack because this comic rules. Yeah. So if you I have look, every issue of Video Jack. If you look really hard on our website, you can find Video Jack. Oh man, number six is actually pretty interesting because, like, clearly, like they just everybody gave up on it and it's like the last issue has like yeah. Steven Stefano, and like oh it's like a jam issue with yep. like all kinds of cool artists in it it's cool I That's, mean it's by that point the story is just like who gives a shit <laughs> you know but it's I cool. mean yeah it, I, I will also say about Video Jack uh, there's a cover I think it's number three of that series that Keith Giffen does that like static background. Yeah. Yeah. That I, it's just so cool. I, 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 to this day, I'm like, how did he make that pattern? I agree. I think it is so cool. Anyway, I agree. Um, yeah, no, it's like, it's like Max headroom meets, uh, like neuromancer. It's great. Yeah. Uh, if you like, uh, if you like the, 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 uh, the cyberpunk stuff, it's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how that Texas blood, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. thick and juicy, <laughs> <laughs> like oil. Yep. That's what I was mm-hmm. going with that. Uh, time or before A1 time. Barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> Perfect. Wow. What is that on my steak? <laughs> that's that, that Texas, Texas blood. blood. Mm. Brand barbecue sauce. Uh, you know, I think probably it would have done better as a barbecue sauce than as a comic. Yeah. That Texas blood. I would put that Texas blood on everything. <laughs> I put that shit on everything. I uh, just cover it. Cover everything <laughs> I eat with that Texas blood. Uh, Billy Gibbons is like the <laughs> spokesman for it. When I'm not selling cowboy boots that I make with a boutique brand. Is he dead? No, he's selling cowboy boots on oh, okay. Facebook. I got a targeted ad because i like easy who died recently which one of them died oh um dusty hill oh yeah frank beard is still alive and billy gibbons is still alive but frank, wow but dusty hill died Boy. and i i uh billy I, gibbons uh, is so frail <laughs> every time i see him i'm just like i love him in bones in the show bones have you ever seen that I show? I have not. Okay, it's so amazing. he's there's a character in Bones that's uh it's like they uh, uh, I'm sorry, we're going to digress. <laughs> sure. Uh there's a character in Bones that's the best friend of Bones, Emily Deschanel. <laughs> uh and she's a uh, Asian I love her sauce. Yes, that that Texas blood. Yes. Um <laughs> sauce and Bechamel's that, that, that Texas blood sauce. Mm. Um Okay, so her best friend is an Asian character who is like makes this computer that does things that are scientifically impossible but whatever uh at some point her father is introduced and it's just billy gibbons and he's like this like badass he's he's billy gibbons he's not like yeah yeah. it's not like he's billy he's not it's like he it's not like he's not billy gibbons he's just billy gibbons and but he does shit like kidnaps her husband and gives him like weird tattoos and stuff like he's just like it's he's only in like a handful of episodes but like when he shows up it's quality that sounds amazing but it's funny because he's bones he's so frail but he's like supposed to be this huge bad ass and like like can kidnap people and tattoo them and stuff that's fine i will believe it because it's billy gibbons yeah no it's 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 worth bones is worth watching just for billy gibbons and he's only in like six episodes (laughs) uh all right teenage mutant ninja turtles number 132 trailer park boys in the gutters that's a comic book pun for all of you out there Ooh, snap uh twig number five is out it's cute as hell it's cute as hell. And we're not going to take it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and we also have Usagi Yojimbo. Oh. Volume 5 of the original series, the giant omnibus editions. Wonderful. Uh, Vanity number 2 with our friend Joseph Schmalke's cover on it. Mm. And uh, I thought it was a comic about Vanity, the pop star. I hung out with her for an afternoon. No it way. was weird. Hmm. She's really nice. I bet. Or was really nice. Um, Walking Dead 46 right on it's out 
We Have Demons Trade Paperback. It's still out. I think it came out a while ago. I think we just put it up again. Uh, Wolverine 24 is out. Also has a cool Spider-Man variant cover. It does. That's a really fun cover. Uh, And X-Men and Moon Girl, number one. One of these one-shots of... Sort of a misnomer in that the only X-Men she teams up with are Havoc and Wolverine, but also Havoc and Wolverine together in one comic. When was the last time that happened? Perhaps in the Havoc and Wolverine miniseries? The Meltdown (laughs) miniseries that everyone owned in the 90s? Yeah, for sure. And now Including my wife. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it had Kent Williams and John J. Muth. John Muth. John Muth. He is... Later of Sandman fame. Yes. People love that mooth. Uh, and that's it. That's what we got. That's it. So yeah. what what else do you want from us? Yeah. Stop listening now. Yeah, Jesus. Jerks. God. <laughs> and also follow us at Coast City Comics and uh, buy things from CoastCityComics.com and yeah. uh, follow us at I'm Actually Comics. Yeah. And, uh, you know, follow our uh, thing, the, the newsletter that I write every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and say snarky crap. You got to sign me up for that newsletter. I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> okay, I I will go to the website right now and do that Put while on. we're on air. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, Bob, you are found at. Uh, let's just say Dollar Binge. That's a great place to find you. That's where I post comics. Perfect. And uh, that's it. And we will see you next week. Bye. Good night. <laughs>